to Unplug Church Edition Season Finale. We are so excited. We are wrapping up, concluding our very first season. Well, I tell you, I'm ecstatic, grateful, overwhelmed by the support, by the love, by the responses, by the comments. God has blessed us tremendously. tremendously. Oh, my yes. Lord. So we just want to take a moment. It's the holiday season. And just review, kind of go over all of the episodes that we were able to provide to release and our thoughts, how we feel, and, you know, just hang out with us for a little bit. Elder Stacy. Yes, yes. God gave us this vision. Why don't you tell everyone how the Unplugged Church vision hmm. happened? Certainly, certainly, certainly. Well, Unplugged Church Edition was birthed. And the vision, God gave us the vision. We were, we walk often um, together. And um, even though Freddie doesn't like to walk all the time, I'm sorry, Freddie. Throw you see, under the I bus. Do me. I see, but I pray for the saints, okay? <laughs> yes. And so on our many walks, we will have these conversations about, you know, just life in general and family and just, you know, girlfriend stuff, mm -hmm. church stuff, us both being in the ministry. Um, our church experiences and um, you know then one day we were at the kitchen table and um, you know we were just sharing again our, our countless stories and conversations yes. and um, evangelist Freddie said you know she had always wanted to do a TV show a talk show I wanted to be Oprah. she wanted to be Oprah and I always wanted to have a radio talk mm -hmm. show um, a you know, gospel um, related, you know, for Christians. And I wanted people to be able to call in and I, you know, would intercede and pray with, you know, the Lord, you know, blessing me and gifting me and calling me um, and appointing me as an intercessor. Um, so I just thought, yeah, I always wanted a talk show and I wanted people to be able to call in and um, I pray for them and we would, you know, discuss scriptures on the talk show, yada, yada, yada. So that was how Unplugged Church Edition was birthed. Um, the name came a little later. Yes. We played with that a little yes. bit, right? I think what the younger, our little mentees kind of young women were actually, why don't you just do Unplugged or something? And I was like, well, everyone does Unplugged. Right. And that's when we came up with the Church Edition because we do want to talk about church topics. Right. We, we very much so wanted to talk about church topics. And, you know, we always talk about people talk about church hurt, right? So um, right. We, 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 yeah, we, we, we feel some type of way about that because it's not really the church who hurts you. Um, it's actually the people that's in the church, you know, and then it's the hurt people that hurt people. So it's the people, the hurt people that's in the church that hurt other people. Um, so it's not necessarily like, you know, but people stigmatize that so much and you hear that term so much. And it's just like you used to hear the term, you know, uh, cleanliness is next to godliness. And that's right, not a scripture, scripture either. Mm -hmm. But people, you know, tend to associate certain things that Christians say all the time and then they tag them or label them as like something that's in the Bible. And it's not. Um, so it's no really thing. It's no such thing as church hurt. I just beg to differ. And it's my opinion. But everybody is, you know, have a right to their own opinion. Um, but again, it's really just people that's hurt themselves and hurt other people, people that, you know, carry, uh, you know, issues um, into the church and haven't been able to unplug them or unpack okay. them. 
you know, or to get unstuck. Um, you know, a lot of people need deliverance and not a lot of people need healing. And a lot of people need to learn how to walk in forgiveness. Um, and um, because they don't do that, then, you know, they get hurt by someone that's in the church in that aspect. So that's how it all, you know, came about and came to be. And, and we just felt like, you know, these are the issues and these are the topics that we want to discuss, you know, because um, we too often we go to church and we come home and, you know, people have all these outside and um, parking lot, you know, church parking lot conversations. And, you know, you got um, what they call them, pro- 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 again, our opinion, parking lot <laughs> prophets and preachers <laughs> and pastors and pew leaders. Pastors, yes. par- pastors, leaders. That's so true. Mm. Yeah. So that's how, that's how. So we was like, yeah, let's just do it. Let's just do it. And then, you know, we just, God just made it happen. And um, our blessed, 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 blessed um, people that helped us to come together um, to just put all this together, um, minister and elder Gosa, they just helped us just, they just put the cherry on the top. They put the cherry on the top and they helped us to get to where we are today. A lot of support, but, um, I mean, it was just God, God just made it happen. And, you know, it's like when you just step out on faith and you have a vision and, you know, you, and you speak it out and then you talk about it and the, um, I'm sorry, but you know, they were, the ghosts were starting their business yes, at the same time yes, yes. and God just brought it together. And if it wasn't for them, I don't even think we would be doing it. Tell you the truth. So we would have gave up a long time ago. Yes. Okay. They are so helpful, you know, with just helping everything. us get top, just everything. We're just sitting here looking pretty, but they do all the work and um, help us to come up to with some topics and stuff like that. They're a blessing. They are definitely a blessing. Um, We did cover some things we want to talk about today. Um, We started the first episode with mental illness versus demonic activity or demonic oppression. I'm sorry. And how the church handles it or how, we, you know, and so we invited very good friends of ours, Bishop Sadie Brunson, who was our first guest, and mm-hmm. Pastor Tina Simpson, um, who really shared their experience. Yes. They yes. shared their lows, their highs, you know, things. Well, I think Bishop Sadie once said, you know, something she didn't even talk to anyone about. She was able to open up yes. on the show. And I did get a lot of feedback mm-hmm. from it. I got, you know, people who wanted us to bring in more stuff mm-hmm. about, you know, uh, demonic uh, oppression and how you could tell the difference and things. And I think uh, overall we wanted to bring the idea to like that it is okay mm-hmm. to get therapy and still be a saint. It's still okay right. to, you know, get the mental help you need. Um, and sometimes you are at that place mm-hmm. where... Mm-hmm. You need to talk to someone. And we just yeah. want to encourage people. This is really, like she said, to pray for people, to encourage them that you're not alone. Right. You know, right, you right. had we had two leaders, you mm-hmm. know, very strong in the anointing. Mm-hmm. And both Powerful of them the have God. said, yes, I needed help. Yes. You know, and but when you the wonderful thing is that God will give us the strength. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to overcome any illness, whether mm-hmm. it be mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, right. church hurt, or whatever. God w- wants to heal us. Right, and sometimes right. we just don't want to walk in that. You know, right. we want to blame certain other things right, and right. 
or you just haven't connected with the right person, the individual that can help to get you there to know that, you know, it's okay it's to okay. be depressed. It's not okay to stay in depression, but it's okay. Everybody has faced some type of depression or some level of mental yeah. illness. And, you know, there's a thin line um, with regards to mental illness. There's so many levels. It's like there's so many, you know, it's like spectrum, like, you know, with autism, you know, so there's so many, you know, levels or there's a spectrum to mental um, illness. Um, so it's okay to have depression, but it's okay to go and seek out, you know, counselors, professional therapists and things like that outside of the church. Right. Um, and people have to know the difference between, we talked about that too, knowing right. the difference between needing deliverance, getting deliverance and getting, you know, healed from your issues, from oppression and depression. Because a lot of church people, they walk around, they're oppressed and they well, depressed. You know, yeah, people don't realize that, you know, um, that it's a lot of people that walk around the church who's depressed. You know, I walked around the church, you know, um, in the past, depressed, you know, and I was depressed for several years, you know. Um, and I would go to work, come home, you know, get into bed, you know, went through some things and, but it took me a long time and then I finally got help. So people don't think that it's okay to seek help outside of the church. But, you know, sometimes your leaders don't have the skill set or the ability, you know, because something mental when it comes to depression and oppression and mental illness, it goes beyond just needing deliverance on the altar and pray and pray and pray and reading the word. And, you know, not that God is not able to heal you, but this, you know, God raised up therapists, God raised up, you know, mental professionals that can help us, you know, to get healed, get delivered. Well, not get delivered. They can't help us, but they can help us to get healed mentally, right? Emotionally, you know, um, so it was okay, you know, for me to go and seek help, you know, professional help outside of my leader, outside of, you know, the church and, um, in doing that, I began to heal, you okay. know, okay. I began to be able to receive the spiritual healing, the emotional healing, you know, because I took that and I coupled it with my spirituality and my faith, mm. you know, so when you merge the two, that's a powerful thing. And that helps you to get the deliverance, get the healing, get the mental, you know, your mental uh, stability back or, you know, wherever, however you, mm, 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 mm. that you need. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, but I understand. And, you know, I think some people are just embarrassed to get help. That's true, too. I think some people are at the place where they're saying, I can't, you know, whether everyone's going to say. And I'm, honestly, everyone doesn't have to know, exactly. one, that you're exactly. out <laughs> unless you tell them. Right, exactly. And, uh, two, I've, I've read a meme where it said a lot of people are in therapy because the people that are affecting them won't go to therapy. Mm, <laughs> so, you know, good. you have uh, some people that might affect your stability or you had trauma that you didn't ask for, you know, a lot exactly. of people suffer youth trauma and don't know what to do with it. And don't know what to do with it. So, we just here to encourage, you know, I think Pasatina, her testimony was just mind blowing. Mm. She talked about how she was on Mm. All the strongest type of depakot, and she was at one point wanting to kill her own children because she felt they were hers. And how are you going to tell me I can kill myself and take my children with me? Right, They're mine, you know. Right. So you may not even be to that extreme, but you might just notice certain things in your life that mm. 
aren't like things that used to bring you pleasure you're not doing exactly. or and again sometimes you might have got your feelings hurt or let down by people that we placed at a level that That's we shouldn't because you know the That's bible it. says no no man after the flesh right right okay right. so we get ourselves caught up you know you mentioned a wonderful thing when you said my own husband told me i can't be your source of happiness exactly he did yeah Happiness so, is an inside job. You know, you got to know the Lord for this. This is based off your relationship with God. And I think, um, let's take the segments off. Let's take off the embarrassment. Because, again, I think black people as a race, we all probably need to talk to somebody. You know, we we have gone through so, so much, much as in a people. life as a people. You know. And then you got life happens and family happens. Generational, Generational. issues. Come on. So it's okay, you know. And it's a... I found wonderful place. So just we just want to encourage you if you are at a place where you know something is not quite right, right and you are right. going to church every day, you are still taking care of your children. Wanna work every please, day. Exactly. You know, reach out, you know, you can email us at unplug number four me at gmail.com. And, you know, reach out to us. Perhaps we can connect you with some resources, yes, um, some things. And, you know, right now, especially with the pandemic and the COVID, you know, a lot of Holiday people, season, even though this is the season of joy, a lot of people find. Joyous. Exactly. Yeah. For some people, it's not a joyous season. You know, it's, it's a melancholy, you know, season for them. You know, they're missing lost, you know, That's loved true. ones. and. Uh, you know, they don't have the money to spend on, you know, what presents like and gifts. Do. And, mm -hmm. you know, they get confused that, you know, what the season is really all about, you know. Um, and they don't realize that it's about Jesus. It's not so much about them receiving a gift. You know, the fact that you have life and you're living, that's a gift in itself. And a lot of people, you know, for some reason... Um, you know, a lot of people are committing suicide, you know, lately, and it's just so much going on in the world. So it's kind of hard for some people to find the ability to be happy and to find that place of joy or that place of contentment, you know, because of the uncertainty that we're living in. And, you know, from day to day is something or another, you know, and Christmas is just not like it used to be this season, you know, or the last Christmas either due to this, you know, global pandemic or whatever. But we're here to tell you that, yes, you can um, write in, um, you can call our phones. We're here to encourage you. If you feel like you're at your wit's end, you feel like you want to hurt yourself or you feel like, you know what, I want to get help. I want to come out of this depression. I, or you may not even know it's depression, um, you know, but you're feeling oppressed. You're feeling a, you have a spirit of heaviness or sadness, you know, and you just lost your, you know, your, 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 your consciousness to engage, you know, with your relatives or, you know, neighbors or friends or whatever. Um, we're here, you know, to help you, like you say, to lead you or direct you. We both seen therapists, you know, outside of our churches, professional help. And it's okay. It's okay to be saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled leaders in the church, you know, but that's because God has given us this balance. God has given us an assurance that, you know, I'm here. I'm going to always be here. He has promised never to leave us, never forsake us, but to be with us always. And yes, we tap into him, you know, uh, like daily, you know, that's necessary for you Absolutely. to tap in, you know, being a believer, you can't be some sometime, Hallelujah. anytime, maybe time, you know, you got to be 
everyday Christian. You got to always be seeking the face of the Lord. You got it's all it is, is talking to God. Prayer is only talking to God. Just like Freddie and I are sitting here talking. That's how you talk unto the Lord. You know, honest, open communication. Tell the Lord how you feel. He already know how you feel anyway. You know, that's where you started, you know. And then if you feel like you're still not, you search the scriptures, find, you know, scriptures on sadness, find scriptures on depression. They're in there. They are. They find are. scriptures, yeah. you know, on just being unhappy, just, and you know, and if, and if that doesn't help you, then yes, you need to go to your leader, go to someone that you can trust in the church, a spiritual mother, you know, a friend. And if that still doesn't help you, then most likely you need to get some, you know, professional help at this point. What you say? I agree with you, Elder Stacey. And there's nothing wrong with being in the church and getting some. It's okay. That's right. Getting some therapy. We also talked about being single and leading a ministry. Yeah, we did. That was a hot topic, honey. Baby. (laughs) I think we released uh, like a three minute clip and it was like 400 views Mm. within like a couple of days. Mm. We had Pastor Marvin McKinstry Jr. and co-pastor Victoria Atkins. um, And they shared again. I mean, the Lord just blessed with people who was not brought up no one. They was like, look, this is what we going through. This is how we feel. This is what it is. And uh, co-pastor Victoria female uh, leader in the mm. church, you know, she shared how hard, you know, the struggles are real. Right, right. You know, Elder Stacey and I are married, but, you know, I was single before I got married. I've just been married for years and years and years. Oh. <laughs> uh, but, you know, when you're young Ain't and you you're mean? in church and you, you desire to live for God, you know, but Sometimes you want that mate. And Lord, what do I do in the meantime of waiting? So mm-hmm. I believe that was very encouraging. You know, Pastor Marvin, he was just 100% on, look, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm feeling. This is how it is. And um, I think, you know, just because two people are saved doesn't always mean it's going to be connected either, right. you know, because yeah. I do believe I believe that you can make it work because the Bible teaches you how to make it work. Mm -hmm. But in our flesh and things like that, we want someone that we attract or something this. And we have a checklist that we, you know, we look for. But we want single being single. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you do that, you want to make sure that God is directing your path even in that because. You might think you want one thing. God saying, listen, you know, I'm a witness. You know, I thought I was going to marry someone else. And the Lord shut that down Mm -hmm. so badly where I did not think I could recover. And then the Lord blessed me with my spouse, my husband, Mm -hmm. who supports me so much in ministry, who loves me so much. And now thinking back like that situation would never have made it. Well, help me where I am now. Right. You know, my husband, I call him my agent because he always <laughs> like, no, you need to go here. We're going to get you set up there. We're going to get you over there. And I'll be like, okay, all right. Yes. yes. So proud husband. Pr- proud yeah, and husband. I'm grateful. I really am. But, you know, when you think back of other situations, which you thought you wanted. Right. Right. And the Lord says, nope. 
that's not what it's going to be. Right, this right. is what it is. So I know it's a struggle sometimes, and they shared. Right. They shared how it's a struggle with them being single. Well, you know, Pastor Marvin, and he ain't got no struggles, you know, because he just, you know, all that in a bag of chips. Oh. <laughs> how did I say that? She said that. I said it, Pastor Marvin. Come see me. I said it. I said it. I said it. Yeah. But no, we love you, Pastor Marvin. We really appreciate. We appreciate all our guests that came on our show. Um, we we really, you know, um, we just really, really, really had a lot of feedback from our, you know, being single. Yeah, that yeah, married. and and they really enjoyed Pastor Marvin's mm -hmm. take on being single in the ministry, especially from a male point of view. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they really enjoyed what he said, you know, when he talked about when you saying when um, Pastor Vicky was talking about being um, kept in the flesh under what he was saying yeah. about uh, no, I'm not the, no, killing it, making it dead or something. He said, no, no, I ain't asking God to kill nothing. I wanted to work. <laughs> I wanted to work. At the right time. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people got a lot of laughs out of that. But he was just being real. He yes. was just sharing his yes. truth. Um, and that's what we like. We like guests to come on here and to share their truth, be open and honest or whatever. Because as you was talking about them even being single, um, in the ministry, um, there's a lot of married couples that do ministry together. There's a lot of married couples. We talked about our, you know, talked about the, the young lady who's married to the past and she does not want to be anything to do with being a first lady at all. And so it brought that back to my remembrance when you were talking about that and looking for a spouse and everything like that so that you could do ministry together. And the Lord said, you know, there's people that are married in the ministry doing so-called ministry together, but yet they're single or they live single lives outside of the church. But when they show there, up, honey. they act like they all on one accord. But when they go home, you know, they're not Too even speaking exactly. And I come from that perspective, even though my husband is not in the ministry, you know, it was times that I felt, you know, for many, many years that I was in a marriage, but I was single, mm -hmm. you know, um, just being honest and sharing my truth, you know, but God is so amazing. When you talked about being kept, God will keep you, you know, God will keep you if you want to. And you know what? I mean, it's not even if you want to be kept, even if you don't want to be kept, He's God will keep you. And you know, that's why it's so important. You know, I say a lot of people are, you know, of the church or in the church, but the church has to be in you. If you really want to please God, yes. if you really want to yes. live a healthy, balanced Christian life, we're all going to go through. Nothing is perfect in my life, you know, and it's nothing, you know, perfect right now. But at the end of the day, God is able to keep you when you don't want to be kept, even when you don't want to be kept, he will keep you because your purpose and your plan is to glorify God. And God has a plan for each and every one of our lives. So when you were saying, you know, you thought you were going to be with that husband, God already know. He says, he according said, to no, Jeremiah 29 and 11, he know the thoughts. Thank you, Lord. You know, and, and I'm the glad plan. About it. <laughs> exactly. You know, we were talking about in my prayer group, purpose, plan, um, purpose. Um, and passion, you know, and um, you got to know your purpose, you know, and you and it takes a, a, us a long time to know our purpose. You know, God may have purpose for somebody to be single in ministry. How about that? They don't want to hear that. No, yeah, well, you know, but yeah, exactly. You know, that is so true. But you know, I went to a, um, a service and the apostle, he said, 
when you don't know who you are, you will continue to make mistakes in dating, meaning you will continue to date all the wrong people. Mm. And you will continue thinking, this is it, this is it, and it keeps happening over, like, why these relationships aren't working? Well, you know, at some point, you got to realize I'm the common denominator, and I need to evaluate myself and say, Lord, maybe I'm not That's good. listening mm. That's good. to what you have for me, or I'm... Now, where I recently got to, and I'm saying recent because when you grow in, I've been saved for a long, I started preaching when I was seven. So it's not that I didn't know word or mm. scriptures because my they taught me to memorize chapters at the time. I can't do that like I used to, but you know. <laughs> so growing in it, you develop a relationship. Mm. I knew word, mm. but I didn't know God. Yeah. And in Big the fact difference. of knowing him, it gets to the place of laying down my own agenda right. to say, God, have your way. Yes. And it's, I know mm. people are like, oh, well, you got to ease it because you're married. Well, no, baby, it's still, and we talked about married and ministry too, mm-hmm. right? Yes, And we do. there yes. are things, obstacles and struggles and, you know, the flesh wants their way and, you know, you want to go left and the husband's like, no, and here at the house, we're going to go right. And you're like, oh, right, okay. Right, right. And, you know, but when you know the voice of God, mm-hmm. you can now make a better decision on your life because you're going to do what God says. And there is no better place to be than the will of God. Right. I mean, I had to get, even with the COVID elders, Stacey, mm. I had to repent before the Lord with tears mm. because I was so ready to like, Lord, what's going on? When it's going to dry up? How does this affect it? What's this going to happen? Instead of just saying, Lord, whatever your will is, let right. it be. Right. right. And I had to get to the fact where it even costs if it's my life. If mm. it's your will, God, God I take my hands off. Mm. So I had to get to that place. And I'm still getting better right. in that because if it's the will of God, right. regardless of where you are, I will be content that's it. because I know God has the best plan for that's my it. life. So that's, that's just to encourage anyone, whether you're married, single, single, <laughs> indifferent, it's complicated, whatever. whatever, trust God's will for and know God's will for your exactly. life. You know, that's yeah. I think we yeah. probably need to do another topic of how to hear the voice of God yes. because yes, that's we... Think we know God. Right, right. And right. God is speaking sometimes so clearly. That's it. But we that's don't want to listen. That's you know, it. so that's all I had to say about that. What about Mary? Uh, we had Prophet Howard Hamilton and Lady Ooh, Cassandra. Yes, Hamilton. that Tiny was. Mm. Prophet went in at the end. I was like, Lord, I felt it. <laughs> Married in ministry was the topic. Yes, Ooh, yes. Jesus. And just talking about all of that, they uh, had. Such a beautiful, beautiful, they have such a beautiful marriage and their ministry works well because they are in sync with one another. And it Mm -hmm. started Mm -hmm. when they were single. Mm -hmm. They began Mm -hmm. to put parameters and Mm -hmm. um, things in place, measures in place. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they discussed things. They had, you know, open and honest conversations Mm -hmm. and they discussed, you know, how they wanted they communicated and how they wanted their marriage to be and how they wanted it to look like Mm -hmm. 
and you know and too often we don't do that we get so caught up in love and you know i'm in love yes. you're in love yes. i'm in love you know yes. all of this and all of that and we forget that you know marriage is a partnership you know <laughs> it it's like a business you know um like me and my husband we can run a company yes, together really yes, well so. you know but we can't do marriage well you know well we do marriage well we do we we've learned to do marriage well you know but um and and but it's it's but it's a difference when someone's not saved and come from a place of being saved but god is so amazing that even no matter what you face no matter what you go through if you know the will of god for your life and you trust god like you say you trust god you love god like you say you love god because we want all the glitz we want all the glamour we want all the glory you know and you know you look at other people you see their story or you see their glory but you don't know their story you know you see their glory but you don't know their story you don't know what they're going through uh, when they get home when they leave the church you know all of those good things but again if you have that relationship with God no matter what you're going through God will get you through it if you want to get through it you know what I'm saying and if you hear like you say hearing the voice of God and knowing God's voice is very important because God might tell you to leave then you got to leave because you know you got to be obedient but what if you're going through hell in your marriage and God tell you to stay? Mm-hmm. Well, you, right? you got to yeah. believe God. You got to yeah. trust God. You got to give it over to the Lord. You got to say, not my will, Lord, mm-hmm. but thine will be done. We got to get to the place like Jesus said, you know, when he had that cup, carrying that cup, you know, of sorrow and grief and yeah. anguish, you yeah. know, um, upon him, you know, not for any wrongdoing that he had done, you know, but for God. the sins mm-hmm. of the world. Thank but you yet, Jesus. you know, he asked the father, you know, can you let this cup pass? And, you know, Thank nonetheless, you. nonetheless, not my will. And, you know, so we all as Thank saints, you, you know, and we know it's a progression. It's a progress. It's growing, growing in grace, yes. growing in God, reading God's word, getting the understanding. And like you say, learning who God is, falling in love with God. You know, that's why I get, you know, with me, it's not about so much going to church. Going to church is a part of it. Yes. yes. But you have to have a relationship you with do. Christ um, because if you don't, you can easily fall away. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, you can grow. We talked about the young lady, just, you know, you can get a relationship with God. And we've all been there. Our relationship may have grown, you know, weak or, you know, our faith has Find become a little bit dim. We don't have that me. fire. That oil is not burning like it was once burning. And, you know, you may find yourself a little bit lukewarm. And, you know, the God says that we shouldn't don't be. We don't want to be cold. Don't be lukewarm. Yeah. You're not going to be hot. Don't be lukewarm. He wants you to be cold, you know. <laughs> and God is so amazing. And he's so wonderful that, that he never leaves us. No matter, even in our lukewarm state, he doesn't leave us. But he wants us to be hot on fire in love with him have faith in him trust in him so no matter whether you're single or whether you're married and going through or married in a happy marriage you know what i'm saying everything is going honky dory he says still put your trust in no man not even confidence okay that's what he said that's what he said that's what he said only person we're supposed to put our confidence and our trust in and is god the father and he's able to make all grace abound toward us in no matter what state we're in no matter whether we're married whether we're single whether we're looking for a spouse or you know whether we're you know trying to even if you are married and want to be divorced you still got to see god and all those things you know 
and God will give you an answer. God will direct you. And again, it's not going to always be glorious. You're not going to always be on a mountaintop, you know, even in a marriage, you know, you may have mountaintop experiences, but every day is not going to be a mountaintop. Even if you are equally yoked, even being equally yoked, you know, we know but life people. happens. Exactly. I believe life happens and challenges happen. Um, I think commitment is what I find. Um, a lot of, you know, things happen. Like, either you're going to commit to the marriage, you're going to commit to what you're doing. You know, where are you committed to? You know, I tell some people, it's like, I don't know if I want to, you know, really, uh, like, if someone, you know, marriage might be on the fence, you know, and they're like, I don't know if I want to work it out. I'm mm -hmm. just at this place. And I'm like, well, you need to commit 100%. You know, one thing that I, um, I heard, uh, you know how you, like, hear that inspirational speakers and stuff. Uh, motivational speakers. Mm -hmm. They're not really like Christian or anything, but um, the guy said, he told his children, do the best you can do. Like, do as much, whatever you can, just do the best you can you do. And when do. Don, if you did the best you can do, then you've done enough. That's exactly. all we ask. He said, but make sure what you did was the best you could do. You gave it your all. You got to be all in. You That's have it. to be. And I, and I think... That's one key. I'm not, I haven't been married long enough to be like, keys are successful keys to marriage, but I find it a little bit better or easier when you are all in because mm -hmm. you yes. don't want to say, I could have and I should have. Exactly. It could have been better or right. I never knew if it would have been if I did this. Right. You know, and the ministry that I serve now, I was at a, um, fork in the road and I was crying to the first lady. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe my husband making me choose and blah, blah, blah. And you know, she just gave me the encouraging word, really simple. She was like, God first, your husband next, and nothing else matters. And I was like, what? She was like, you're one with your spouse. You're not one with your children. You're not nope. one with your mom, your sister, your dad. Mm -hmm. You know, you're Absolutely. not one because your children grow up and they're going to get married. That's it. Everybody's saying they neglect them, but right. you're not one with them. Right. Nowhere in the Bible does it say you be one with them. Nope. You're one with your spouse. So let that encourage whoever yes. might be, yes. you know, on the fence and things. And Even when you don't want to be one. Even when know, you're not looking like you're one. You're you may one. not even be on the you same know, page. That's your, that's your exactly. you know, and God God always remind people, God developed relationship before he established the church. You mm -hmm. know, that was in the Garden of Eden. That's he it. wanted relationship. Yes. And it goes back to God showing forth his love towards Because God is relation. God he is relational. Loved us yes, yes, so yes, much. Yes, yes, and yes. that's what marriage is supposed to replicate. Right. God's love. So that's, that's just good. my two cents. Um, you know, we were blessed. The Hamiltons did such Hamilton's of love. They really, you know, she talked about being his armor bearer for Yes, exactly. That was good. That was And, you good. know, I think we should be our spouse armor bearer home or in church, you exactly. know? And, yes, yeah, sometimes, you know, I remember my first year I got married. I asked this couple in the mall. I said, okay, well, what's the secret? It was like, forgive a lot. A lot. A lot. And he was like, you got to forgive a lot. And a I was lot. like, really? Like, what do you mean? It was like, oh, you got to forgive. Yeah, you'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah, God is saying he's just, marriage is about sacrifice. Mm -hmm. You know, it's about sacrifice. It's about compromise. You know, it's about you're not always going to be in agreement, but you got to learn how to agree to disagree, you know, and then to come back. You know, we talked about, they talked about rather, you know, 
having arguments, but not going to bed, you know, angry at one another, you know, discussing it, working through it. And um, again, they set up, you know, parameters and they put out measures, you know, how they were going to deal with certain situations. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's what we need to commit ourselves to making both sides, not just the one that wants to make it work, but But both sides. And even if you don't have that other side, you still, uh, as a believer, we're talking about believers, you know, and even for non-believers though, you know, there's so much divorce. There's so much divorce in the world. And they say that the, the, there's more divorce in the church than in the world. I don't have the statistics on that, but Mm -hmm. that's what's said. Um, so I'd be wondering, well, how in the world is more divorce in the church when we know what the word of God says? You know, that's because we're not willing to sacrifice. We're not willing to compromise. We're not willing, you know, to let God be God in our marriage, you know, or even in our life for that, you know, you know, and then you're not honoring your vows, you know, not saying you're supposed to say any abusive relationship. Oh no, never stay in abusive relationship. Somebody, you know, that's, you know, physically abusing you, sexually abusing you because there's wives that are actually sexually abused as well. Um, you know, and it's, it's, you know, but that, Apart from that, you, if it's just the different, you know, the differences of opinion and you want it one way, he want it another way, you want to pay bills this way, he, you know what? That's not, not, you know, exactly you, or unless you didn't really get married for the right reasons, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's another thing you got to make sure too, did you get married for the right reasons? And even if you didn't, you know, are you committed to your vows? Because God said, do not take any vows lightly. You know, he says it's better not that's to vow true. than to vow a thing and then yes, don't keep it and break so it. So and that's how I looked at my it's marriage vows. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so when you're committed to God, you're, you know, faithful to God and you love God with all your heart. Let me tell you something. You can hear the voice of the Lord tell you what to do, get direction and go in that direction. And it may be go, yeah. you know, for some people, you know, it wasn't go for me. God said, nope, you got to stay. Because mm-hmm. how about you Maybe that man's, you know, the catalyst to get him to me. Think about you know, that. maybe That's you're that man's saving grace. You know, you're not perfect. Him through you know, him. yes, exactly. You know, you're not perfect. So don't think you perfect because you, right? you know, you pray, you know, well, you I go fast, to church, you read. Honey. Yeah, you know, go to church. No, 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 no. You got some shortcomings and some flaws and, you know, you, you need to work learn. on YouTube. Boo. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so um, God is so faithful. And if you just trust God, believe God. And I told you my amazing story this morning. Let me tell you, and it's been years and oh my god Mm. and the enemy attack 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 i told Mm. you that too the greatest attack i think i've Mm. had Mm. you know but the higher you go that's the truth my my god (laughs) jesus and i just could not believe it and you know but god is so and that was so mature of you because you could have just went a whole nother way Mm. you know But but because we decide to say yes to god Sometimes you just got to close your mouth. Mm, that's good. That'll speak right there. That's good. Be sometimes you don't even have to respond. You know, when they come or, you know, somebody's at a certain level, you don't have to respond. I remember telling a sibling of mine, he's like, you know, I'm just going to stand still mm-hmm. and let the salvation of the Lord be seen. I'm just going to see God move. I'm just going to see God because I do believe that victory belongs to the believer. 
and I don't have to fight, right? That's it. That's and that's it. in your marriage and relationships. You may have family members that you always like bigger. No, mm-hmm. you don't have to go back and forth. Mm-hmm. That Stand is still. something deep there. That's maturity. You know, that's God. You know, God is taking because sometimes, you know, a sister can respond quickly. That's it. That's it. A sister that's can it. cut some things. <laughs> you know, we can hurt some feelings. A sister can go and be. Yes. And you know what? That's why it's good to have good leadership, mm-hmm. um, because had I had not had good leadership, even, you know, when I was on um, my rest both of their soul you know the bible said you'll have many teachers Mm -hmm. but you'll only have one spiritual father and my spiritual father is gone and my spiritual mother um but the one thing god had told me a long time ago because i can cut my husband down with my tongue um he told me to be quiet the lord check the lips and i'm like well lord when i he said "Mm -mm, no when you what when you want to lash out lash out at me okay can't do that and let me tell you I was young, but I heard the voice. That's why God will speak and you would hear him, you know? And I'm like, okay, if this God, then I'm going to try it. But I ain't had to try it because he did it for me. And what my spiritual parents would teach me in marriage is don't be a knife. Mm -hmm. Be a wife. Beautiful, beautiful. Because what my spiritual father told me is we as women... Mm-hmm. He would say, we can do this all the time. Mm-hmm. We can. Mm-hmm. He was like, but that's what he would tell me. He was like, don't be a knife, be a wife. Beautiful. And when his wife would argue and fuss with him, he wouldn't say a word. Showing you the example of what He would do. not say a word. Mm-hmm. He would just let her argue. He'll make his like, you know, mm-hmm. he, I, could, I, I always knew when my uh, pastor was praying mm-hmm. um, in the spirit. And he, so that he can, you know. And, and I learned from that, that, that literally taught me how, no matter what you go through, he taught me, no matter what you go through, you can endure it. You know why? Because God is in you and it's God inside of you that's enduring. Right, right. So if God inside of you, you can do it. You can take it. You know, you got to remember what Christ went through. Christ suffered, you know, so who are you? So he taught me that and, and I just, and that's what I've, I've been, you know, I just take, I took it and I, that's how I carried myself in my marriage and I carry myself in my marriage. And I'm, I'm telling you, my pastor always told me, you be faithful Amen. unto death. Amen. And he always said, as long as you're faithful, God is going to bless you. Amen. God is going to bless has. you. And he has indeed, Richly. he has brought me a mighty, us a mighty, Richly. mighty long way. Mm-hmm. And it's just that you have to have leaders, too. And you got to be honest with your leaders when you're going through stuff. And, you know, get some advice. If you see somebody that has a model marriage or whatever, talk to them. You know, talk to them and see how they're making it work. And And you surround yourself with good people. Don't surround surround yourself. Exactly. That's very important. Just tolerating each other or, you know, if you're single, want to be married, start getting around people that are married and picking up. Oh, I see how her, how she responded, how she didn't respond, or right. how he's taking care of his family, making sure his wife is. You know, you want to be around people that are sincerely married. I mean, like that, that that level. That's just not like, girl, if you don't get up my, face, you know, like that, that that group, not that right. group. Don't want to be with that. Group. Right, exactly. Somebody <laughs> yes. like you say that honor their vows, mm-hmm. respect their marriage, because mm-hmm. even with her, my first lady, you know, um, my spiritual mother, she. Uh, would make sure his clothes was to a T, everything matched from the hat to the tie. Mm-hmm. She 
put okay, his clothes out every yes. Saturday, made sure, you know, with my pastor being an amputee, she made sure every Sunday he was sharp. Yes, yeah, she took care of him. She made his meals just sort of like how uh, uh, Lady Hamilton is. She made his meals, brought them to the church so he wouldn't have to eat out That's or he wouldn't have to eat somebody else's food. So you don't he, want nobody eating nobody else's food, honey. Keep your spouse food at home. <laughs> yes. So that was even something how Lady Hamilton talked about that, how she packs her husband's food and his drinks, you know, when he's going out to minister. Yes, she does. She takes very good care of him. So even in those little things, whatever works, you know, you just got to make it happen for you. But God is faithful. He will come through even at the ninth hour. God will come through here. You just can never. If you call on the name of the Lord, he will answer. And show you great and mighty things Ooh, that you Jesus. don't know. I'm telling you, I'm a witness. We talked to the young people, too. Mm. And they shared a lovely story of how they, I mean, their just love for Christ is so Ooh. rich. Yes. And I'm so excited to see young people mm. in love with Jesus. Because right. eventually, now I've realized that I'm the, the lady in the church that they go to for help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mother. like, I'm old enough for people to be the church like, mother. Can you help me? Because I don't know. But I'm like, oh, you better talk to the older women. I'm no, but now I'm grown enough that I should be an example to the young. Yeah. And um, they, Minister Raekwon. Yes, and Sister Amber and Gray. Sister Amber Gray. Saved, single, uh, and satisfied was the topic. Young mm. saved and satisfied. I don't like. What is? Well, I guess they are single, but still. Yeah, they, they were are single. single. Mm-hmm. They did amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, Minister Rayquan was talking about how he always knew there was a calling, but he mm. was fighting it. Right. And I'm sure a lot of us had that testimony that we fought. Well, you probably not you because you know you came in right on fire. I <laughs> fought and I ran <laughs> from my calling for years. Well, yeah, calling is something different. Yeah. I definitely ran. I did not want to be no preacher. I didn't want to do that mm. because I think I was so young mm-hmm. and I had family that was like, well, you're a preacher, you can't do this. Or you're a preacher, you can't go to that concert. Mm-hmm. Or you're a preacher, you can't. I'm like, so <laughs> I'm like in high school, having been to the, everybody's going to this local club or this hangout or this party. And you're just like stuck trying to sneak in. Mm. I think it was the jukebox back in the day for me on TV. I don't know if you remember that. They had the jukebox where they would show the videos. And you're trying to hurry up and watch it for your parents get home. And I grew up in a household where they couldn't play secular music. Wow. You know, so it was very restricted and limited. Mm-hmm. And then you're older and you're like, Shit, I would love to at least experience it. Right. But these young people came in with, like, Lord, I release it to you. Hands mm. up. Brother Minister Raekwon is just, I'm excited to see what his future mm. is going to be. Mm. You know, because he was like, you know, football was his passion. Right. College. And that's, you know, right. highlights, honey. Young yes. men in college, you got to just pray football? and put oil on them because they, mm. they doing their thing. But he went with the idea of I want to be more like Jesus mm. and he accepted his calling early at a good age where he could be used greatly. Mm-hmm. greatly I agree. I agree. Uh, Sister Amber, she blessed my heart because I know she has children, but she did not let her children outside of Whitlock stop her love for Christ right. and let 
painful thoughts or painful ideas of what you should do. Mm -hmm. She was like, mm -mm, I know what the Lord has done for me. Right. I know what I've experienced and I know the voice of God. So mm -hmm. that was a blessing, you know, right. being young. And right. saying, have you had come across any other young saved people or anything? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've been saved whew, for so long now. But um, even myself, when I mean, I got saved, the Lord saved me, I should say, when I was 23 years okay. old, I believe. Um, I believe like I was 23 and I was already, uh, I wasn't, mm, no, I wasn't married yet. I wasn't married yet. You was not married. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Um, no, I don't think I was. Um, but, um, he radically saved me. He like took everything. Like I used to party with my girlfriends. My apartment was the hangout spot. The eldest you know, house. They came over. <laughs> yes. Um, and the where where it was stationed, like where my apartment was, it was like a lot of the guys hung out, you know, in the parking lot. It was like that's when y'all should have went and found some men, honey. <laughs> yes, because all the men, you know, living in the inner city, honey, all the men hung out there. Um right across from my apartment you can look right out my window so and you know a lot of us was already kind of like getting married and marrying already or had we had children already you know and things like that so uh not everybody but a few of us or whatever so they would come over they would beat me to my house on fridays honey some of them yes so and they could just look out the window see their boyfriend their man or whoever or whatever Amen. it was but yeah honey so when the lord saved me honey you like all, all that immediately <laughs> it wasn't like progression you know okay me i'll give this up like next month or i'll give this up in three months i'm Nothing. saying get out <laughs> I, it was like oh I, I had no desire to do those things to party to drink to smoke weed and all of that Good. no more he yeah he's so. able to do that Woo, girl, it was like I went in there one way and just being a young mom coming home from work and my sister-in-law had my children singing at night and she had told me about it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, she would take my kids to church and everything like that. It was the girls. And so she was like, uh, come. So she called me that night. Like, are you coming? And I was like, oh, here I come. Here I come. And I just switch myself or down to the Went church to or whatever yes i think they was having a revival or yes, something I love a revival yes day. because my the pastor of that church which was became my spiritual father mm -hmm. he wasn't preaching it was a bishop i think his name was bishop mcleod or something like that that's and after the service mm -hmm. my god mm -hmm. that man and that's what i liked about the old church you know this is what these young people need today is what we young people had back then. You know, the church people didn't play around and you couldn't have one foot in and one foot out. And, you know, they loved the Lord and they didn't have one foot in and one foot out. You know, they, those people back then loved the Lord. And I'm telling you, that man of God touched me. Jesus. He said, get up here. You know how you just give the altar call? He was like, get up here. It was your dad. Honey, and I'm like, who is this man talking to? Look, me all, look, who he talking to, honey? He was like, I'm looking around. He said, mm, you, the one that's looking around, you, come up here. I was like, oh my, I don't even know what he preached. But all I know is I went up there being obedient. That man, he only touched me with the anointing oil, and that was it. I, I ain't leaving a sinner's prayer or nothing. I'm like, that man touched me, and it, and it was all I wrote. Uh, no, that's, like, that's what you call anointing, honey. That's what you call some oil. What? Okay? That's oil. Honey, the oil he poured was, child, I was Done. literally like a bucket, a bucket of water. And them women 
work with they me on that altar. Right. That's honey. what we call Terrier service. <laughs> they would not let up. I didn't know what was going on. My children were scared. My, my little babies was over there crying themselves, like, what are they doing to my mommy? Uh, you know how the, the church mothers and nurses uh, had them or whatever, but yes, right, you know, she's all right. she's being all right. young and saved is nothing wrong with it. It's exciting. It's fun. You don't know, you know how you're just at all of God that, you know, you even have a relationship with God and everybody's not going to accept it. You know, your friends That's like, so you know, true. it takes a strong person to really walk in the true calling of God, That's especially true. young. Um, we have peer pressure still, even at our age, mm -hmm. but peer pressure at a youthful age and a time where I didn't even know elementary school children now to come into peer pressure and bullying and stuff. Oh, yeah. But to see that some people are still holding up the bloodstained banner, oh, to yeah. see that they're still contending the faith mm -hmm. is encouraging. Even at yeah. my age, yeah. they're much younger, but it's still awesome right. to see. I really enjoy that. Um, especially now with the COVID, you know, right. we right. have mentioned, right. uh, we have brought Pastor Wayne Stackhouse Jr. from mm. New Jersey to talk about the trend and uh, where we were and where we're going with the COVID mm. and pandemic. And, you know, he mentioned, you know, we realized some stuff wasn't necessary that we were doing. You know, he just did. some things we do out of tradition mm. for church versus yeah. is it really necessary or affecting the growth of the people? And we know some things we just like to do, right? right you know, right. and it's okay. You yeah, know, there's really, nothing wrong with tradition. As um, long as tradition doesn't get in the way with your salvation. That's it. So I think now maybe this being so we're limiting people from going to uh, church for so long of a period of time. I think now they're like a, a hour or hour and a half service, mm -hmm. you know. And I think now we're learning that look, let's just give them the word. Mm. give them the word give them you know this give them that and i'm praying that when we go to another level mm -hmm. that it would be a better growth right because at this point do we really have an excuse why we don't know Jesus? i mean if you turn on your youtube your facebook your instagram everyone podcast ministry you know prayer service live i mean everyone is doing something with so much more accessible mm -hmm. now that the word of god so i i believe that jesus is on his way back very soon mm -hmm. very soon. i know yeah. we've been preaching it for years but we're even further along oh yeah in this because the word of god is just being spread so abroad abroad and <laughs> yes, Lord. that's where it has and we don't be. know who that last person is he says when there the last person has heard the gospel hear the gospel so right. we 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 definitely thank god for him coming you know just sharing that it has to be about jesus right. you know but and we thought we were going to be talking about too church post 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 pandemic mm -hmm. but honey we are pretty mm -hmm. much still in we the still midst of this pandemic um so we have to be mindful we do like he said we're doing church differently now yes you know the covid is nothing else this pandemic has taught us how to do church differently mm -hmm. and he did say that you know that some of the things that we were doing pre-pandemic it wasn't necessary you know but some things you know that was necessary still has to be there and of course one of those things is the word of God, 
you know, um, and we know what the word of God says anyway, anyway, you know, about, you know, the word of God, everything is, else is going to fall. Everything else is going to pass away, but the word of the Lord is going to stand, you know? So like you said, the word is always important and we can find the word everywhere, but I always tell people too, we got to be careful of who you are receiving the well, word yes, from, because you can't eat from everybody's no, table because you can get sick, you know, spiritually sick, spiritually damaged. So you do have to be mindful of where you're eating from but the most important thing the other thing i like too is like he's made a point people had to find god for themselves because when the church doors first opened you know and nobody knew what was going to be going nobody on or knew. how this was going to you know and everybody had to stay in their house everybody had to stay home you know so that forced everybody who was really saved to you know get closer to the lord and continue to you know praise the lord or worship the lord at home Amen. people that love to go to church and then it was those like he said that was in church maybe didn't have that strong relationship or their foundation mm -hmm. so they had to learn their way and they was either going to slink or swim right mm -hmm. so yeah we he he talked he talked yes. about some really great things and he gave some really good you know nuggets and um he shared a lot even from his perspective of just being that pastor um and just you know having to accept you know i'm gonna have to do church on zoom i gotta get myself prepared and you know i gotta you know he had to everybody had to adjust Amen. you know as leaders and um and then you know how your church is going to make it and then yes, at some point yes. he talked about how you just had to like just throw your hands up and you can't worry about whether you're going to be able to you know carry the church on whether people are still going to mm -hmm. give their tithes and their offering or whatever That's so true. you know so um yeah he he shared a great deal about the church you know during the pandemic and again he was we were thinking post pandemic but nope we're pretty much still in it a lot of people haven't even come back to church yet a lot of people have, and I think that's a struggle, you know, because everyone isn't staying home. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, not the, yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, I, and I get it, you know, everyone's not comfortable, and, you know, if you have other... Um, but they're comfortable going to the markets uh, yes, and they to, said, they to they the malls and out to the restaurants. That's that's what the people say. They're going out to the doctor's office. Some people are traveling Some people are back online. to work. Some are, but they're not comfortable going back to church. So we have to continue to pray. Yes. Because I think the spirit of complacency comes mm. in. You know, like you said, sometimes people might be kind of backsliding, don't even realize it, mm -hmm. you know? And not yeah. that, not, and I think people think of backsliding, like, I'm not out drinking or smoking or, you know, committing sins like mm -hmm. that, but your relationship with God, you know, mm -hmm. has turned. It it's has suffered. not gotten to, yeah. you know, to the place where we want. So I think that this season has brought so much mm. meat. Mm. I think, and that's just me being biased, <laughs> but I think with, the aspects of mental relationships, right. um, connections in church, mm -hmm, you know, certain mm -hmm. things are just always trying to just get people in a, a wholeness sense, you know, because sometimes we go to places and we hit one area mm -hmm. of your, your, your you, you mm -hmm. know, not necessarily like some churches, I don't, I don't think I was, and I'm just kind of side chatting, but I don't think I was raised to be a wife. Mm 
I didn't know how to be a wife. Mm. A mother, because mm-hmm. my mother always taught me, like, you have your baby, you're going to do this. Make sure that baby do this. And as a mother, you got to work, you got to do this. And save up enough before mm. you have your baby in case you got to be out longer. But she never told me about being a wife. Wow. And it could be because she wasn't happy being a wife herself mm. or she didn't feel like she was successful. Mm. I don't know. Right, right. But... I didn't know how mm-hmm. to be a wife. Okay. And then when I got under the right leadership who mm-hmm. taught me attributes and reading the word of God and reading books and saying, oh, this is, oh, I never thought of it this way. And, you know, this dynamics and that dynamic. So I learned, but I think podcasts and sh- views and shows and things can help in areas where you may not find that support yes books can help books can help google i mean you know got to google the right stuff but you know you got to learn to go outside of the box and i think sometimes even in that and i'm just saying with church people might think i'm not getting what i need Mm -hmm. i hear that sometimes and I'm, I'm I'm concerned. Maybe we need to bring some people in that on the show. Y'all feel that way? Call us because I want to know what that means. Exactly. Like, where are you going with right, that? Right, right. Or yeah, I just want to know. Are you like for some people? Mm-hmm. Not that they may continue. We don't know how this pandemic is gonna, you know, um, pan out. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know. There's a new variant out there yet is. still, and they There's say you know things. that it's even on the rise with mm-hmm. this um, new variant. Um, so we may be here. We were praying as leaders. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know the the Lord, you know, casting this demon down, this daggone pandemic, this COVID devil, this COVID demon, Uh, you know, that's it, dry up, you know, return to the pit of hell from which you come and all of that. But, you know, God has allowed this and he's yet still allowing it. So perhaps because uh, we as believers, the church still has not gotten it and God is still yet speaking. Um, and yet he's raising a remnant up that's not going to turn back no matter what. Okay. Um, and then there, you know, and he says in the scriptures, it talks about let the wheat and the tear grow together. Because if we come trying to separate, we'll be separating the wrong things. Um, you know, so we'll be, you know, so in that we got to remind, that's where the word of the Lord, like, um, Pastor Stackhouse was saying, this is, an, this is where you had to develop a relationship with God for yourself, even if you didn't have one prior exactly. to the pandemic. Exactly. It forced you, you know, and for us, the, the ones that were rooted and grounded, it challenged us, mm-hmm. you know. And so we're still going through this. And this is what it's looking like. This is the church is still looking, you know, still trying to figure things out and still, you know, trying to, you know, make it, you know, with the remnant that has returned. Um, and God is making a way. There's a lot of, you know, leaders that left, thrown in a towel, gave up or they just the ministry had they to fold had because, to fold. Yeah. you know, and then. On the other hand, there was a lot of ministries that got raised up during this pandemic, you know, and um, leaders and, um, you know, there's no new way to serve God, even with our podcast and other podcasts. So many people started podcasts, you know, and and, um, virtual churches. You have a lot of virtual pastors, virtual apostles and (laughs) my word. So. The church is looking different now. It's different. The church is looking different. The message is still the same. The message is still the same. So we perhaps need the remnant that has come back, maybe 
the Lord was, we, we may have to look at it in a different way. There's people that is enjoying virtual church. They have joined virtual churches. They are no longer a member of the brick and mortar church, mm -hmm. the local church. They have joined virtual churches, online churches, mm -hmm. and people are comfortable with that. You know, they don't have to get out their bed on Sunday. They can have church bedside church. Definitely bedside. You know, they right or come downstairs, sit at their kitchen table, the mm. kitchen island, wherever, in the family room, living yes. room, wherever, yes. and they can go to church. That's true. And they like it That's just true. fine. That's true. And they feel like their relationship with God is just fine. And maybe they'll go to church when they feel like there ain't nothing wrong with it. Hey, what can we say? We got to accept it, right? Yeah, that's, that's what true. Stackhouse, didn't he say that? He said, we have to accept what God is allowing, and that's true. Amen. How So however the church is going to look when it's all said and done, we just pray that we're still here Amen. and that we're still a part of a local assembly because the scripture does tell us forsake mm -hmm. not to assemble yourselves together. So yes. I believe a lot of those who have joined those, joined those virtual churches online churches they forget that that god wants they feel us like they're to joining. yeah i guess so yeah well yeah 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 they're joining they are they're joining virtually they're so joining again virtually. yeah so we probably have to accept that mm -hmm. and just leave it at that and god bless them like you said god bless them and um, as long as their relationship with the lord is still strong as long as they still loving on god as long as they still serving because we we have ministries outside of our you know local assemblies our you know bodies that we are you know our members at and we lead in our you know both our churches we lead at or whatever but then we have our own ministries mm -hmm. you know then the lord blessed us with the podcast threw that in there you know so God is still good. Amen. You know, God is still good. So as long as you're still serving in the community, serving and meeting the needs of the people, mm -hmm. um, we got to accept that. We don't know. We just pray that God continues to keep us in the midst of this pandemic. Mm -hmm. You know, people who have, you know, some people just walked away from God altogether. You know, why would God right. allow so many people to die right. if he was God? We got to talk about that too, right? Why would God, you know, there's people out there that have left and have true. turned back, you know, because Jesus. they're like, if, that, if, how, if God is so good, why would he allow over 800,000 people mm. to die? Oh, millions upon millions of people to, you know, even contract the virus or whatever, because God can do. There's been pandemic or well, plagues throughout the history of the Bible, the scripture. And a lot of those came from what <laughs> of his children <laughs> right of his children right so well, we we forget all about that that you know it's not god you know he he allows certain things or yes he may have sent this pandemic yes. to get us back in order get us back in line oh, because wow, the church was a mess before this pandemic truth be told right oh, let's talk about that that's another episode there yes oh. That is a whole, we got it. So maybe when we come back, our next season, we're going to have, we, we, it, we still may not be post-pandemic, but we'll deeper. dig a little deeper with topics such as those. How do you feel, you know, about God, you know, or we, you know, again, we, we can find those people. And then we have a whole slew of people who have come to Christ because of this pandemic, who have given their life to Christ because of this pandemic. They found God in the midst mm -hmm. of this pandemic. Mm -hmm. So we have so much going on. There's going to be so many topics mm -hmm. that's going to be coming, you know, next season. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're going to have a season two. So we want you guys to just, you know, tune back in. 
We want you guys to uh, don't forget about us while we're in our downtime. Pray for us. You know. <laughs> so this is like, you know, those reality TV shows and they, you know, have so many episodes and then they have the uh, that, that little reunion thing. This is like our little yeah, t- reality like our TV reunion. Re- reunion. Yeah. We're wrapping up. They wrap it up with a reunion. We just yeah. didn't get all That's pretty good. and dialed up with gowns and all that stuff. Next and time we will. We weren't slinging <laughs> boobs and all of that, cleavages and all of that. Yes, but this is our wrap up. This is our wrap up session. I enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? I can please say that I enjoyed co hosting with you. You have made this experience so at ease, so comfortable. I'm telling you guys, it is hard, (laughs) it is long. Um, to have some days where we recorded and, you know, I'm constantly trying to work on my facial expression. <laughs> I'm constantly trying to work on some things, you know, to better and, you know, to look more professional. Uh, but Elder Stacy constantly encourages me. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, she is a true prayer warrior, honey. You need prayer, you better call <laughs> and say out the pray for me text or something um but you have made this a great experience and i'm so glad that it was a setup from the lord okay mm, i was just was buying a, a t-shirt okay setup. and i met her just buying a t-shirt that i noticed that she worked out and i'm like well i do need to work work out and then we just talk 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 and when you love god um the spirit of the lord will bring you to people of god you know mm. and we got to be and one thing i do learn when you have relationships you got to be friendly to have friends you know Show yourself you know friendly. so many saints that don't smile so many saints that don't wait friends so i mean and i get it you might have been luring of people and stuff but let God's love draw it, right? Yes. And I'm just grateful. This has been a wonderful, Aww. wonderful, you know, if push comes up, like, how do you have some earrings or some a bracelet, something? She has always been a support to me and my family. Oh, you so as I well to me. Present. No, this is me talking about her right now, right? <laughs> but no, it has been. I'm so glad, and I wouldn't want to co-host with no one else. So Aww. don't be thinking Aww. y'all could come up here and co-host with me, okay? <laughs> my girl. Uh, this seat is taken. Uh-uh, we ain't having it. Nah, it mm. So this has been a joy. And again, like you said, the ghosts. Oh my goodness. I, Pastor Marvin had noticed how wonderful they worked together. And we were cracking up. We was like, Marvin, no. He was like, the wife and the husband just worked together. We was like, our court is totally but off guard. It was so hilarious. And but, them. But it's been wonderful. They have been, it, I'm just grateful. I am. I am, you know what, God is like you say, he's just such an amazing God. That's why you have to seek God, you know, even in this, we, we, we both, we we said, all right, let's seek God. You know, we prayed or whatever. We just, you know, we just felt like, okay, this is God. And God showed that when he connected us connected us with the ghosts it show that they started their business and um production business yeah, we, yeah. you know so we're you know giving them some you know advertisement they you know they just they just if you need some uh what is it it services some um production, production recording, recordings flyers they, whatever what they are the ones Ghost that can enterprise. help you if you want to <laughs> if you want to start your online church <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. That's the inside joke we have because we just know about someone. Yeah. But anyway, 
they are available. Um, you know, you got to check with yes. them and their schedule and everything like and that. Don't be interrupted our time with them. Okay. All right. But yes, you can call. <laughs> yes. So God has, this has been a wonderful first season. Yes. You know, our makeup artist. Ah, uh, Cherise. Whoop, whoop. She's awesome. She's such a sweet individual. And she was saved too. You see how God puts stuff God, together? Don't you just love them? I love God. Oh, my you love word. God? And then the guests <laughs> we had, they were just so weird. That's been on my mind all week. I just wanted to say that. Seriously. What? Do you love God? I love God. I just been wanting to say that all week. And you hear you just pop up and said it. But I got the Holy Ghost. Okay. Yeah, that you do. That you do. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. But he just has made it so amazing. The guests, they were they just. They were so sweet. Every so one of them. Sweet. Like, we don't have funds to be paying people. So yes. 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 But the guests were like, yeah, I mean, some drove like from Jersey, from New York, from Pennsylvania, from Maryland. I've been like all over to just say, okay, yeah, what you want me to do? Sure. Like it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't up until this last uh, one that somebody was like, let me pray about it. But all the other people was like, no, no, no. And thus we were trying to bring you one more guest and they had to pray about it. So there, you know, you see, we didn't have that last. We was going to make, you know, but anyway, God is still good. Every other guest has been phenomenal that we wanted to bring on. Um, They, you know, immediately accepted and were excited about it, you know, so that made it a little exciting for us. We were scared. We were nervous. We have a lot of bloops and blunders. (laughs) So... It has been a joy. It has. I'm just It has grateful. been an experience. I, I never thought that I could do have this much fun in ministry, right? Right. So it's just, it's just been a blessing. So we thank you again for your support. Please post, share, continue. Yes. Replay them if you miss one or two. Go back, um, please. Go back there on YouTube, Spotify. Um, we are on Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Um, and Leave comments still... so that we can answer, yes. we can engage. It's about support, guys. Um, you know, we just got to try to support one another, Amen. you know, especially as, um, you know, believers mm-hmm. and um, everything like that because support means a lot. When you can look over and see your brother or your sister, you know, supporting you or, you know, just there worshiping or fellowshipping or whatever. That's really big. You know, um, it does a lot, you know, to keep you motivated and keep you inspired, you know. Um, to keep pushing. We got to continue to just keep pushing one another, guys. We got to continue to love on God no matter what it looks like, no matter what you're going through. And we mm-hmm. faced a whole lot in 2020 and in 2021, my God. And we're about to come to an end of 2020, 2021. We're getting ready That's to go it. over into 2022, you, Lord willing. Thank you, Lord. Thank and Jesus tears. If Jesus tarries and I'm just still excited about the next season. We're going to have yes. some great people coming your way. And don't forget, we're going to do um, raffles. We wanted you guys oh. to definitely leave comments. We're going to have more stuff. So we got an exciting plan. We're going to have in our next, next season, season, we're going to have some guest mm-hmm. audience 
audience. We're going to have audience. We're live audience. So definitely, if you have thoughts, ideas, yes, suggestions, topics. if you want to be a part of the family, you might love to record or want to work in the backgrounds so, or, you know, help us, oh, yes. please don't hesitate. Send us an email. Right. Again. And somebody did about uh, being a parent or parental help or guidance or something like that. So we haven't forgotten that it's going to, you oh, know, we yes. kind of was mm -hmm. like pretty much set. Um, with our, you know, first season we're gonna get get, to it. but we're going to, we're going to bring it around. Yep. We're going to bring some people on and, you know, we're going to have different perspectives is my thought. So on parenting. Yep. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. So keep sending suggestions in for topics that we can discuss and, um, and us, um, you know, interviewing one another. They were kind of going to do that. Um, but we're going to save that for next season. Y'all gonna get all the real juice on Elder Stacy the next season when I interview her. Send me the questions you want me to ask. Absolutely. <laughs> I would love to answer them because guess what? God has freed my soul. I have been the unplugged, honey, free, honey. So I am ready. Bring free the questions on. Bring them on. I'm ready. Thank you again for <laughs> watching our finale of season one, Unplugged Church Edition. Again, please don't forget to like subscribe comment share um also you can follow us on spotify youtube instagram and facebook yes email us at unplug number four me at gmail.com we also have a phone number listed on our page so definitely check us out if you yes. need to call or text or have a question or need immediate prayer yeah. definitely hook us up we'll we'll make sure we get you in okay um we love you guys yes. sugar plums you With have the been God. the best best subscribers you have been the best followers you have been the best that i know okay Elder Stacey, do you have anything last to say to the people? I just want to say God time? bless you. I love you. Stay strong until season two. Till we meet again in season Til we two. Meet again. Amen. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yes. Yes. Happy Kwanzaa. God yes. bless you guys. Happy Hanukkah. Bye, sugar plums. <laughs> Thank you for viewing and listening to Unplugged Church Edition. Remember to subscribe to both Spotify and YouTube. Don't forget, like, follow, and share on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you again for listening to Unplugged Church Edition as we continue to have soulful conversations.